Accidental Fuel, the podcast that focuses on what no one else is talking about. Mistakes. The dental world is full of before and afters, and no one is talking about the middle. Dental Fuel brings you the unspoken in between. In today's episode, we have Dr. Pamela Maragliano Muniz. Building a dental team can be tough. Dr. Pamela Maragliano Muniz is no stranger to the challenges that come with building a team. Let's listen to what she has to say. But I think that's huge. If you do start a new practice or go into something that you end up purchasing and acknowledging what will work for you and what you would like to change. And so you talked a little bit about um, some challenges that you had with the previous team that you had. How did you kind of pivot and start bringing in new people and start shaping that team to kind of embody the vision and how you would like to practice and how you would like the practice to kind of unfold to the patients? Well, I feel like I'm not going to lie. I'm in a unique situation here where, you know, I've been in the dental industry for a while. I taught at Tufts. So I have kind of a, you know, and I went to Tufts. So I feel like, you know, when you're still in the city or in the vicinity of where you went to school and where you taught, you have a network of people. But I will say um, it started with my office manager, for starters, even though she's an office manager and would love to never pick up a suction again, her she entered the dental industry as an assistant. So she does have, um, she's registered as an assistant. So she was doing double duty. She was assisting me and she was doing all the things. And then, um, so we had a little time to buy when we didn't have an assistant. Hygiene, though, it was word of mouth. So um, I contacted a hygienist that I know, and I said, all right, help me find a hygienist. And she was like, hold on, I have friends, let me help you. And so she sent me two really wonderful hygienists, and um, we went with one of them who's still with me. She's fantastic. She's been just a huge practice changer, and I just I, I love her as a person, and I love her as a team member. She's fantastic. And um, she comes in every day happy, high energy. And that's what I wanted. And so then we finally found an assistant again through word of mouth. My office manager was through word of mouth. And then it was really the four of us just kind of keeping things going. But then, you know, we wanted high energy. So, okay, then we have to, you know, have the, the whole practice has to be energetic. Mm -hmm. So, I put up wallpaper that's high energy. I mean, this is kind of an accent wall, so this isn't like high, high Typical. energy. I love it. Uh, thank you. Um, my hygiene chairs are hot pink. And oh, I was cool. like, you know what? We're like, we're just going to do it our way. Like, I like pink. I want this place to be, I want us to just have a lot of energy. And so whatever that looks like, you know, that's what it's going to be. So now I have this core of people and my, my assistant ended up leaving to go take a, um, a sales job in the industry. And again, it was a while, but thank God my office manager was able to help me. But then I, I hired another hygienist because hygiene got so busy because Sarah was so great that we, you know, we had too many patients and too many things going on there. So we had to bring on another one again from word of mouth. I had a a friend that's in Nashville and a hygienist was moving to Boston from Nashville. He's like, there's one office for you to work in and that's where you have to work. And so we hired Beth and I Beth is wonderful. That. And then, and Beth's amazing. So now like I've got this booming hygiene thing going on. We need more hygienists. So then Sarah finds two friends of hers that join us. And, you know, now it's like basically everybody that's been, wonderful has been mostly through word of mouth. We've had some luck with Indeed. 
but mostly word of mouth. So if you're looking for somebody, you're looking for an opportunity, you know, I think as dentists, we tend to try to like hide what's going on with us and just tell our closest friends. If you're looking for a new job, you're looking for a new opportunity, you're looking for a practice to buy, tell people, tell everybody. Do what you got to do because you'd never know where that opportunity is hiding. And mm. you just need to let this information fall on the right ears. And it certainly served me well. So I would imagine it would do the same for you. What a true testament to, you know, treating those that you work with well as well, you know, in addition to your patients on how word of mouth will just kind of spread as well too, and and creating the appropriate culture in your work environment to hopefully bring others who want to be part of that culture and grow your mission and your vision in your practice, um, which I think is huge. I think that it just kind of all ties in back to, being happy in the way that you practice dentistry and hopefully those that work with you will also be happy because I, you know, I've also been in situations where we are just not happy here and it's just so much better to practice in a, in a happy environment. Absolutely. And I think that there's vulnerability there, which it's hard. So I went to my office manager and I went to Denver and we went to an HR conference and we left And I realized, you know, part of all of this, and I can sit here and say it was a financial mistake and keeping the team and all that stuff. Yes, that is on me. But another thing that's on me is that even though I felt kind of frustrated that they never saw my vision or saw what I wanted for the practice, I never really told them either. And so I think it's important to write it down. You know, I I literally like like laid my heart onto a piece of paper. I, you know, I had to say what my mission was and what my vision was. And I brought it in and I I showed it to my team. And I was there like looking at them, like so nervous because it was so, there was so much vulnerability there because this is me. This is Mm -hmm. what is important to me. And this is what I want my practice to be about. And it's so obvious who's here for it and who's not. And so mm-hmm. when they read it, they were like, yes, mm-hmm. I love this. Yes. And then when we interview people, we show this to them and we're like, well, what does this mean to you? And if they're like, yeah, it's good. You're like, you're not for us. And so certainly you have to kiss a bunch of frogs to get the right team. But now it's like, things are so good that my team is so protective of the environment and the culture that we have that not just anybody's allowed to work here. And it's not even, I'm almost the the nicest critic of everybody else. <laughs> like, I'm like, Oh, I like her. We should give her a try. They're like, no, mm-mm, no, no, no. <laughs> they know. Yeah. They know. And so they absolutely know, you know, what's beautiful about that is, you know, when you do, you know, show who you are and you do share what you want and what is going to be the vision and how you want to lead. And you surround yourself and those people with those people, your job becomes so much easier because now they're an extension of you. It's amazing to see. I think if I may, that perhaps that you, um, you needed that time with that, that team that wasn't working for you to recognize what you truly wanted and, and learn how, uh, maybe to, bring that up with the next team that you had, you know, to how to, I guess, I don't know, build on that leadership skill to bring, uh, bring forth that vision uh, with that, with that next group. And perhaps, you know, that other group would, would never have been uh, the right ones to be on, on board with what you presented to them. So I, I yeah. 
I, I think just some really, really good pearls and, and thoughts there. Thank you. You know, well, just like anything else, things happen for a reason and right. you just have to, you know, let these lessons come and embrace them, even though, you know, yeah, it was probably a really costly mistake, but I, I'm, I can't dwell on it. I'm happy That's now. Right. So yeah. we live you know, and learn and we move forward. Absolutely. So I'm just happy I get to wake up every morning and I don't dread where I'm going. I don't wish my day to be over. The only thing, you know, the only reason I wish my day to be over is so I can go see my dog, Senorita. Otherwise, I, um, you know, I'm more than happy to be here all day, every day. Very cool. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Dental Fuel. Don't forget, you can follow Pamela on Instagram at Pamela underscore Maragliano. And you can listen to her and our friend, Dr. David Rice, on their podcast, Dentistry Unmasked. Tune in next time where Dr. Pamela Maragliano-Muniz shares some expert advice. Mm -hmm.